Hey Molly, surprise. <laughs> What's up? We're on a podcast! We're talking about Coheed and Cambria. Uh, breaking news, everyone. Coheed and Cambria decided to release a song today, and I was at home and Jackson was at home. So, here we are. Here we are. We're talking about it right now. We were like, oh, we were going to do Coheed News segment on the next bit, but we don't know when that's going to be. Uh, and it is dumb enough that uh, we thought we should just turn these machines on. <laughs> nobody nobody could have predicted this. I couldn't have predicted this. I had no idea this was going to happen. Nobody! Could have known this was no. going to happen because it's the dumbest thing that's ever happened. I was just chilling, you know, playing Metroid. Yeah, we were vibing, vibing, enjoying life. You know, I was like, "Oh, I've just unlocked the spider ball." This is the the level of concerns oh, in my brain yeah. right now. Yeah, I know, right? It's really I good. just wo- I just woke up, not not it's- an hour ago. Not an hour ago, you were you were complete. You were asleep. You had no idea. <laughs> I had no, you idea, had no idea the coming. world that you would wake up into. <sighs> Kane and Cambria have released a song today called Jesse's Girl 2. <laughs> Jesse's Girl 2! <laughs> Jesse's Girl 2! <laughs> 2! Two. I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing it. I'm doing the jump. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming my hand on the ground. Uh, Jesse's Girl 2. Uh, they talked to Rick. I saw that he was like. I saw some posts like Claudio going live with Rick Springfield on. Uh, Instagram Live. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. It's all like it sucks. <laughs> right. Why would I? Why, I don't care about Rick Springfield. I've never cared about Rick Springfield. Nobody's cared about Rick Springfield. One hit wonder, motherfucker. I like Jesse's Girl because I like Boogie Nights. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, Jesse's Girl, pretty good song. It's a fine song, but like the reason I like it is because it was in Boogie Nights. That's my That's entire. Fa- That's where the affection for that song come from is that ridiculous scene in Boogie Nights. Uh, there are many songs like it's just a fucking good movie, and that's that's the whole. That's it. It is. T- for me, it is coasting on affection for a good film. Yeah. The song itself is whatever. It's fine. So so here's here's my. Here's my uh, confession. I think 80s music, on the whole, fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm not huge on it. I'm not big on it. I know a lot of people are. Uh, I don't know. It's all right. Now, that is a wild generalization, and I have, like, started to reverse that stance somewhat, basically entirely through the power of, like, watching 80s anime and all the OPs yeah. bang. <laughs> so maybe yes. it's just the, like, songs that tended to become big hits in the 80s, I think, are bad. But I generally do not like the sound, and I'm always annoyed so much of pop music these days, and especially Coheed is like, we're going 80s throwback, big reverb on the drums, it sounds like garbage, let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. But now they've just done it. Now they're like, what if we can bring the ATCS and we can make a sequel to Jesse's Girl? What, why? Claudio, what do you... Like, you listen to Jesse's Girl and you're like, what if this girl did murder? What the fuck? Oh, by the way, the sequel's about the girl doing murder. I hadn't it's said that. It's about her doing murder. We hadn't gotten there yet. I apologize. No, it's okay. Um, when, you, when you listen to Jesse's Girl, uh, do you think, damn, I gotta know what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> what happened after this? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Riveting! <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> 100% of the time. I always mix up Jesse's Girl and Brown Eyed Girl, honestly. 
Honestly, every they're single very time. Very different songs. Oh god, very different Simon songs, Brown. but they're both girls, so you Simon know. Brown eyed girl too. <laughs> Brown eyed girl too. By Real Big Fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yes. Go ahead. I've, I've interrupted you twice now. Um, <laughs> I'm looking up the lyrics of the original Jesse's Girl now. Yes, because my interpretation of the song Jesse's Girl as I think of with a lot of, uh, like, bad indie rock. Indie rock is from the eighties, but like, whiny man pining about a girl songs, right? Yes. Um, is that whether it is intended or not? Part of the like enjoyment for the audience of those songs, it is like it's a portrait of a guy who is pathetic. That's what the song's about. Yes, it's a guy who sucks. It's like, damn, why can't I have girl? Like, that song is just deeply pathetic, and I don't know if that's, like, intentional or if Rick Springfield is just that pathetic, but either way, it's in the text. That's what it's about. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and assume it is not intentional. I haven't assumed, you know, I know what the movies were like in the 80s, I know where the culture was at. I assume he just wanted to fuck Jesse's girl. He probably did, and, you know, uh, he can't. So, <laughs> that's just how it is. It's because he wants it so bad that he can't have her. And you just, he can't have just her. take a shower or something. Jesus. <laughs> right just clean Jack up off, like the rest of everyone else <laughs> yeah come on um I, the code sequel does not subscribe to that interpretation of jesse's girl absolutely not <laughs> and instead turns it into a slasher movie like as a joke but the joke but here's the point so do you want to know what the punchline to the joke is yes it's women and how they be crazy. Women do be crazy. This music video is all about how women be crazy. And you know what? He's right. Women do be crazy. <laughs> women be crazy. They be setting the, the pool table on fire. They be Women be stealing men's selfies. phones and taking selfies. <laughs> and then putting it back on the desk. Right. They be putting that. They, they be stealing the phones, taking a selfie, and then putting the phone on the desk. And then his girlfriend can see that, and he's like, "Oh, babe, I wasn't. I didn't. She just stole my phone and took a selfie." Because women be doing that. Um, also, like, very easy to prove that that was not him doing that, because uh, <laughs> it would just be those photos on his phone and nothing else. She watches her put the phone yes! down. It's not. It's not stealthy. <laughs> Yeah, one of the segments in this video is the the titular Jesse's girl, I guess, or Jesse's girl is young. It's uh, and the seek the song's clearly about like it being the like the present day and wasting your life. So the the, se- the plot of the video and the plot of the songs do not match, though they are both in different ways about how women be crazy. Yes. Um, but one of the bits is the 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 main girl, Jesse's girl, comes in, steals this guy's phone, takes it to the bathroom, and then is like taking you know sexy photos, but like you know PG video sexy photos, so just like yeah. kind of leaning a bit and uh, going to the bathroom and going, "Hello, look at me," because um, you know that's that's what women do. And then they they uh, put the put the stolen phone back on the table, and his girlfriend, this guy's girlfriend, watches her do that, and then sees the, the photos, and it isn't just like, oh, this this girl just tried to flirt with you by stealing, um, by stealing your phone. That's hilarious. I am. Uh, she she immediately is like, why are you cheating on me? Which is which is something because you know, uh, what's up with the hats? What's what? up with the hats? Or 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 alternate theory? She was looking for any way out of this relationship to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> this was a perfect uh, excuse. Maybe she paid Jesse's girl to do this for her. 
Well, that's the thing women would do. <laughs> that's the thing women would do. Because <laughs> uh, you know they're like that. They are like, that's so true. And they've got all these plans. Um, so what this made me think of, this this specific moment is... <laughs> so when I, when I was like uh, 18, I went to the club as it is because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you do that when you're 18 i didn't like it because i don't drink and i'm um not very cool jackson is well. straight edge I'm, I, I'm not i'm just boring oh okay uh, i just don't drink for normal reasons i have made no it's not a moral stance i just didn't really enjoy the vibe of the club i do enjoy you know going to other stuff i was going to giggle all the time but anyway the point is this is how i ended up in the club kind of bored with a glass of water <laughs> <laughs> just the coolest motherfucker and i'm just like kind of and i'm just like sitting like drinking this water i've got my leather jacket on by the way because i didn't put it into the thing so oh, i'm like no, the no. most the, i'm like the lamest guy who's ever lived um and i'm standing against the wall with this glass of water and this girl comes up to me yes and she like starts like just grinding on me and then like takes my drink and i'm like what's happening here <laughs> and then like <laughs> she takes my drink and then tries to drink it sexily and then there's a moment you can see in her eyes where she realizes that i am not drinking like vodka or something i'm drinking water, <laughs> <There's> water. <laughs> and i am not like coolly waiting for someone to like flirt with or whatever i'm just bored because my mates went to this club and then she just kind of hands me the drink back and like sexily walks away trying to play it like you know as if you had fallen down and were trying to play it off like it was intentional <laughs> <laughs> It was one of the funniest things that ever happened, <laughs> and it's all I could think of when she put that phone down. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's an incredible story. I've never I've gone to one bar one time, and I was just there yep. with a couple friends to play pool, and that is it. Oh uh, yeah, I went to some, I went to like a pool club for a while because there was one like opposite the school. Yeah, and I, I I went underage to this pool club, and they didn't care because it's a pool club. It's yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do? Like, they didn't sell me anything, but they didn't, like, report it to anyone. So I had my Riley's card, uh, and then we went to Riley's after school a bunch of times. What a weird time. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds fake to me. After going to school? Going to school? Going out in public? Going outside? Fuck that. So here's the other thing about this video. Is yeah. they say 100% that they decided to make this song, like, recently. Like, when, once a lot done happened, they're like, let's make this song. Which means... This video has filmed in the last couple of weeks or month. We don't know right. why. <laughs> in the middle of quarantine. It's a video set in a bar. <laughs> Just yeah. like a normal bar. And it like, is that. I'm like, why? Why make it this way? Why? <sighs> like, I guess it's good they didn't do some kind of like corny quarantine thing. But when you're like coming up with pictures for a video, surely you'd go, all right, what we're not doing is one set in a normal bar about going to a bar at this time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I think the like the other half is like uh, the actual members of Coheed and Cambria are simply not there. They're just not even in this video. Uh, they are on green screens. Yes, and uh, they're like in the TVs in the background. Yeah, doing fake uh, take on me with color. Yeah, it's kind of just fake generic eighties stuff. Yeah, I would not call that take on. I guess yeah, it's not exactly that. Um. Got vibes. But they're all they're all just like jamming out, and uh, Josh is having a great time. He is. He's always having a great time. That's what I love about him. I love him. He just loves to drum, and he loves to rap poorly, and yep. he loves the Mets. <laughs> he loves the Mets. <laughs> uh, unfortunate, unfortunate year to be loving the Mets. Let me tell you, it's not good out there for them. 
No. Uh, they've had two people abandon them mid-season because they're like, I'm not catching COVID. I'm out of here. Don't blame them. Yeah. My favorite part is they did not. Uh, well, the, the, the Mets said they did not tell us that they were going to do this. But uh, earlier that morning, they had literally traded for somebody to fill the position <laughs> that would be left had somebody told them. So um, th- what I'm saying is the Mets are very funny. They're lying about people not telling them that people are leaving the team. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, anyway, women. Oh, women. Yeah, so so the plot of Jesse's Girls 2 is that uh, he hooks up with Jesse's Girl, and it turns out she's like a slasher villain. Yes. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find these lyrics. Okay. Yeah, I was looking for the lyrics. I did not find them immediately. Because the song came out three hours ago. <laughs> yes. Um, my favorite part of this whole situation is that she um, is so mad about her boyfriend uh, losing at pool that she sets the pool table on fire, which is a completely reasonable reaction to have. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit already, but it's really something. And like we like, yes, we should probably state that we do know that the 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 when can we do this right they're not saying that women are actually burning pool tables and they they just find the idea of like oh look it's a it's a violently weird and unpredictable women like something something like interesting and cool to them even if it's exaggerated it's still bad yes i don't think claudio actually believes uh that women burn pool tables no he thinks this is happening on the daily (laughs) every day every day uh, maybe he d- maybe he does maybe he does maybe I don't know um, but so here's here's the lyrics to Jesse's Girl 2 um, and one thing you will notice about them is that because and I am honestly impressed at this because this is a sequel to a, like an 80s power pop song written yeah. by a normal human yes Claudio can't he can't and th- these are normal lyrics these are all normal words. There's not one, there's nothing. There's no Coheed flavor here at all. That's what happens when you collab with somebody who is not in Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> like, okay, we need all of the words to be normal, everything to flow together. So here we go. I mean, the, the subject matter is wild, but the words are all short and normal. <laughs> yes. Uh, so a miracle happened and I got my wish. You see, Jesse saw it fitting. Strange to me then, makes sense to me now. I go and take what's his. Oh, he did me dirty. Uh, but things got funny as time exposed that didn't, that didn't, nothing could stop her. Uh, the flip side of Jessie's girl that no one knows she's out of, she's out of, she's out of her mind. Uh, mm. Yep. I don't love you no more. Jessie's girl. Lose Jessie's girl. And uh, they're the all in brackets. It's hard to read this out. It, I know. I realize it sounds like this town thing has normal lyrics and this sounds like even more. It word sounds suit, like it but- is not normal. <laughs> But it's because they're all like overlapping, like chants and stuff. Yes, uh, the the music video, for what it's worth, it does sound. The song sounds normal. Uh, yep. And then it kind of becomes like a duet for a bit, as he's like Claudia says, like, "Sure, I probably deserved it." And then the like chant is like, "Damn right, yes you did. Damn right, yes you did, boy." Because <laughs> you know, because he fucking broke the bro code. <laughs> he broke the bro code, and stole Jesse's girl. Don't do that. Uh, uh, what kind of friend was I? The hunter became the hunted when I creeped into her life. 
So I changed my number to 867-5305, which I'm told is an 80s song. The 867-5309, I see. 867, I'm like, ah, oh, yes. I also listen to... I, don't, I have no idea what song that is. You I don't, don't know, know what, what song eight, that is? What the fuck is 867-5309, Jenny? What is this? Oh my god. I don't like 80s music. I try not to listen to it when I can, when I can help it. Alright, I'll just link this to you and you can listen to it later. It's fine. Okay, I'll listen to this list later. Is it a good song? Is it fine? I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, well, I don't listen anyway. to this song. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that didn't that didn't stop her. She wouldn't let me leave her house alive. She's out of she's out of her mind. So 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 she's like now so like this explains why the uh cover art for this uh song is a weird, like scratched up uh Nightmare on Elm Street type tribute. Claudio loves Nightmare on Elm Street. He fucking loves slasher movies and horror movies and this kind of like schlocky shit, uh, which is fine. I'm not saying that part's bad, um, but the the his innovation for this is what if that was women? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, he already wrote the song about Nightmare on Elm Street too, or what if Freddy Krueger just wanted to be that girl's boyfriend? What if that? Right, that's true. Let's yes, pivot. He already wrote that song. Because this is a complete directionless episode of Ramming Score where we're not needing to do anything, let's bring up this uh, this song that people might not have heard of. You left me outside your front window. Yeah, I just let you have your say. This is the prize fighter Inferno's. Oh, what is it actually called? Elm uh, Street Loverboy. Right, Elm Street Loverboy. Uh, in which, in which Kohi, or in which Claudio Sanchez on his solo project goes, "What if Freddy Krueger just wanted to fuck? What if he was um, just like, hey girl, I'm in your dreams because I love you, and also I kind of want to <laughs> kill you, but also I love you." As we all know from Kohi, wanting to kill a woman is the same thing as like loving her. Uh, those are always yeah. one. Em- those are always one emotion, and we have learned this on our journey. What if a man invaded emotion. my girl's dreams while I was on tour? What if that happened? That'd be so fucked up. Here's a quote uh, from Rolling Stone, where Claudio is trying to explain what this song's about. Um, this this Elm Street Loverboy song. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Freddy Krueger truly loved Nancy, maybe she was misreading him. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't she give Freddy the benefit of the doubt, bro? There was not a movie before this one that explained his motives. For so long, I had always put Freddy Krueger up there with Darth Vader. (laughs) 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 Someone someone that was huge coming up. I don't know what that means, but that's what he says. He'd always put Freddy Krueger up there with Darth Vader. M-dash, someone that was huge coming up. Same level of villain. Whether it was uh, was Wes's writing of the script or uh, Robert Englund's delivery of the character, I don't know. But something about that creation, I think, for me, stands the test of time. Um, very few people can accomplish that in life. George Lucas has that with Star Wars, and Res and Robert have that with Freddy Krueger. They're just these characters that will always resonate for the rest of my life. Being a creator of characters myself, I can only wish to attain that thing that they just have. <laughs> well, you haven't. You fucking haven't. You haven't. Sorry, mate. I'm sorry, Claudio. <laughs> Well, that's not true. We will remember Mayo, but not we will all we will remember Mayo forever. But you you notice how like the start of that 
quote was all about like maybe we should you know maybe Nancy should just fuck Freddy and you know maybe we've misread her maybe and then immediately after and then immediately pivots to like talking about the power of intellectual property (laughs) 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 I'm like could you go back to the other thing I have several questions We, we have to go backwards, Claudia. You've moved on from something we need to really investigate. Um, why doesn't Nancy just soothe Freddy Krueger's anger <laughs> and, and make sure he doesn't do any more murders? Yeah, so this Jesse's Girl 2 song, like, forms a, you know, there, there's a history here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the chorus to, um, uh, to Elm Street Loverboy. It's... Answer your telephone after the beep girl. Nancy, I'm coming home. Just fall asleep. I'll do anything. Because baby, baby, I'm the nightmare you need. Unfortunately, the song kind of bangs. The song does kind of slap. <laughs> the song does kind of slap. The song kind of slaps. Uh, um, and that, that brings us back to Jesse's Girl 2, which also, unfortunately, it kind of slaps. Yeah, so here's the, the dark secret, is that now being forced to be normal, because we've said for ages that Kohi just want to write like 80s pop songs. Yes. And now they are doing that. And they're not, like, great at it. Uh, like, I think the sound's a worse sound than their other sound. But I do think being forced to write a normal three-minute pop song with, like, a chorus is like, oh, for the love of God, thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. If they keep doing this, they could get really good at it, I bet. Maybe they could write, like, a, a good song one day. One <laughs> like day? A, like, a legitimate I don't know. song. It's so weird that they've, like, backed so far from Favor House and now they're like, oh, let's just do this other... Just, we're just going to do... Because this song has like a... um, uh, What's it called? Blood Red Summer riff at the end. Like at the end as a reference. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, man, I remember the band. They were sick. That was great. Yeah, remember? Remember 15 years ago? Yeah. Damn. And then Rick Springfield comes in and sings. It is also very bad. It's very he funny. Does it. What's up with Rick Springfield, dog? What's going on, man? Are you okay? I don't know. He's he's fine. He's uh he he made Jesse's girl, so he's he's very rich. <laughs> so he's, he's got a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. I just he just forgot how to sing between then and now. Like, you know, he's he's here and just be like, damn, I did fuck her, and that did suck. It was no good. She done murder. Here's what Ring Springfield sings. It sure seems strange he put up no fight when she broke his heart that fateful night. Jesse played sincere. He sure seemed cool. What I hadn't known was I was his fool. We're married now, house job, three kids, dreaming of what life could have been. Stranded on the ifs and maybes, had I left that monster in the 80s. Which is like, okay, so was the part of the... (laughs) Rick Springfield has cut a verse here that is about actually not liking a relationship. Yeah, he's uh, he's stuck. Yeah, but that's like the normal way that like damn women, right? That's the normal way that uh, people write songs about that. Yes. Uh, however, in Claudio's verses, she's actually trying to kill him, like with a knife. So <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> Rick Springfield, he's just like, damn, I could have married somebody else. I didn't need to do this. Bummer. Damn, I just thought she was hot, and then I got you know this ball and chain. Buah, buah. <sighs> The hats. That's Jesse's girl too. We did it. We did it. Thanks, everybody. Um. Yeah. We just have. Sorry. There's no like structure to this episode. You just were like, "Hey, turn these machines on." 
<laughs> How's your, how do you feel about this song as it goes? It was pretty good. I I enjoyed good. I enjoyed listening to it. I didn't like I didn't like comprehend the lyrics at the time, but I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Pretty good sound. Uh, do you think that they should go ahead with their sequels album project? <laughs> God. Uh, yes, absolutely. I just want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, they should only do one. If it's good, they could do more, but I only want to hear the one time. This is like them doing the longest con. This is an even longer con than the Proto Men did. Uh, and, <laughs> and now they're going to be like, okay, now it's all 80s covers. All right, let's go. 80, 80s sequels, please. New yes, sequels. Songs. I'm sorry. New songs. New all songs right, that are kind of like old ones. Uh, we're going to get 8675310. Put uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next number down. <laughs> Um, let's see, what else, what else, what other kind of good 80s songs? I don't know a lot of 80s songs, that's kind of the problem. Uh, we're gonna get Rock Me Amadeus 2. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Me Salieri. <laughs> we can only hope, we can only hope. We can only hope and dream of these beautiful things. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I don't, I don't know any more 80s songs, they've all left me. They're all gone. What are the big the big 80s songs? I've just searched 80s songs. <laughs> just <laughs> What's on the what's on the list? What do we got? Um well, Google has number 1 for the 80s songs Take on Me, which I don't want to take on me too. No. Uh, I do think we'll get Living on a Prayer too. That 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 would happen oh, for yeah. sure. Uh um, oh yeah, sequel to uh, Don't Stop Believing. That would be please, that would be Please fun. don't stop believing. Please. <laughs> Uh oh, girls just want to have fun. Definitely getting a sequel. Uh yeah, girls just want to fuck with my shit. <laughs> um, hmm. Come on, Eileen too. <laughs> come on, Eileen too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything REM made? <laughs> There's um there is what's on this list. I saw it. Beat It is on this list, but the last thing I want is for Kohee to do anything close to Michael Jackson. Just don't. Please no, don't. Just don't do it. That Fall Out Boy version's okay. Yeah, probably. I don't know the last time I listened to that. Yeah, like in 2007. <laughs> yeah, when it came out. Yeah, probably <laughs> okay, around yeah, then. Probably, yeah. Well, do you have any any further thoughts? Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, I I enjoyed this. I was glad I was home to do this. Uh, and this song is ridiculous. Well, thank you. Molly, yes. thank you. Thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, I have to run away because my dinner's... I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. You're in dinner's trouble. You must go eat cold. food. <laughs> I must go eat food. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, put this up in about 45 minutes after I've eaten dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>